I know you think you love her And you're making plans to leave But I must tell you something I just hope you'll believe I know it isn't real love That you see in her eyes Cause she's never Met a man she didn't like And you're no different From the others A new acquaintance in the night You mean no more to her Than all the others she's held tight But I know she's convinced you it was love at first sight But she's never met a man she didn't like I must let you go But I want you to know That I love you Please don't let her ruin our lives She's never met a man she didn't like I must let you go But I want you to know That I love you Please don't let her grow in our lives For she Ten ten p.m. Tuesday, January twenty second, two thousand nineteen. Episode number six hundred ninety eight of Oh Yeah, Dude. My name is Jonathan. This is Seth. Hello, Seth. Welcome back, dear listener. Thank you. Welcome back to me. Welcome back to the listeners. Me's Welcome back to me. Six hundred and ninety eight episodes. Yes, sir. Jonathan. I'm proud of us. Me too. Thank you so much for joining us. This is Oh Yeah Dude. This is America through the eyes of two American Americans. Um, I've got a gentleman here. Theodore Williams is his name. He was a... Ted Williams. Ted Williams. Teddy Williams. Teddy Williams. He was a scrawny 18-year-old high school senior at Knoxville High in Knoxville, Iowa, when he competed in the 1944 Drake Relays. The Drake Relays are a very famous and popular outdoor track and field event held every year in Des Moines, Iowa at Drake University. So in this state of Iowa, huge deal, I guess from what I'm told from this articles I read. 
He competed in the discus, and he came in second place. Due to wartime rationing, he didn't receive an actual medal. Those times were tough then. He had to, they needed that he needed shit that. for bullets. He needed that. So he was given a paper certificate that he could redeem after World War II ended. Here you go. Two months later, he enlists in the Marines. He gets sent to the Pacific. He makes it home. He gets married. He has kids. And he goes to work teaching history at a local high school. You know that old certificate? Just gets stuffed away in a box. Forgotten about. Well, now he's 93 years old. He's a widowed. And he spends his days over at the High V. It's a grocery chain in the Midwest. He goes over to the High V and they sit down with the boys in his where he lives now, Altoona, Iowa. He has coffee with the guys. They just fucking, you know, shoot the shit. So I guess some of the the other fellas they heard about uh these exploits, these hijinks, this uh athletic feats. So they go to the Drake. They say, "Hey, we got a we got a guy here, an old friend. He's uh he never got his medal." So they do a big uh behind his back, they arrange, they find a 40-year-old medal that was never given to somebody, a second place medal. Get his name put on it and come for coffee, 93rd birthday. Teddy here you are. Place going crazy. He's pretty excited. I guess everyone's really into it. It's awesome, I guess. He got his medal, his second place medal, here. Congratulations. You're the first loser. You're the first loser. From the 40s. From, from 75 years ago. I thought you were going to tell me that somehow, like, that somehow the certificate was worth some like insane amount of money. However, if he had gotten the medal, he, it wouldn't be worth anything kind of a thing. That it was like, oh, actually never cashing it in. Like The certificate for the medal is actually like at auction got over a million dollars. I know. <laughs> it was just the excitement of everybody, and I, I'm excited for him. But like 75 years ago, you lost... And here's your medal. Congratulations. It's a big race, though. So, so coming in second place is no... But what is it? You came in second place? When? Last week. How does it feel? You want a medal for it? No. Not particularly. You want a fucking photograph put on a plaque of that guy getting blown up <laughs> and no call? Here. You want to wait 75 years, Jonathan? I'll take a picture of that play and give it to you on your birthday? Here. Remember when you came in second place? Um, they were just all very excited, and I guess that's exciting, but... It's sweet. I guess it's sweet, and that's it. I'm not missing the sweetness of it. Let's say he won. That I can get behind. Yeah. 75 years later, he gets a medal. Remember when you were a scrawny 18-year-old before you did that incredible service for your country and you came in first place in the discus? Do you remember that time you got beat by that bigger guy, Bob? <laughs> but I think... Uh... What is it? 
Uh, Here. Who came in fifth place? Find that. Gonna get them a medal? 75 years later? You gonna show up at a fucking old folks home? I think knock it's... on their door? Hey, um, do you remember the Drake? Yes, I was actually in the Drake relays. I came in fifth place. Well, here's your medal. Yay! I think it's... It's sweet of the friends. It's very sweet to have done that. To get him that second place medal that they found discarded from 40 years ago that nobody got. Because the guy what didn't want it. What happened to the guy didn't want it? I send it. I don't give a fucking... What the fuck am I going to do with it? <laughs> Put it next to my TV to remind me every time I lose a Jeopardy, I also came in second place? Hey. Come on, you know? What are you going to do? It's sweet. It's sweet. I mean, you're a kind of an all or nothing, you know. I, maybe what it is. You're a win or lose type guy. Yeah, really. Black and white. See, remember the gray. It's on a bookmark. My, my mother gave it no. to me. Remember the gray. Remember the second place. Remember the second place, guys. <laughs> the first losers. Hey, Ted, remember when you lost? Here's a medal to commemorate it 75 years later. There are 20.6 nurses. Per 1,000 residents in Washington, D.C. That's the most in the U.S. Utah has 8.5 nurses per 1,000 residents. Whoa, wait a minute. 20.6 for every 1,000 residents in D.C.? That sounds all right. I, I don't know, but I know like that 20 is... You'd rather have 20 for every 1,000 than, was it 8? 8. Point five. Eight's not going to cut it. Probably not. So if you've got a, th- you know, a thousand people. Well, hopefully, if you have a thousand people at any given time, hopefully 20 of those thousand aren't in need of a nurse at the exact same time. Well, if you put a thousand people in a room, I guarantee 20 of them need a nurse. <laughs> really? Guaranteed. And if there was a thousand people and there was only eight to go around. That's, that's tough. Trouble. Definitely. Trouble. That's a problem. So you got to get out of Salt Lake. You got to get into D.C. <clears throat> so we're moving to D.C. That's the, that's the gist. But I guess, yeah, I guess you want to know how many police per capita where you live, how many, how many nurses, nurses, and what else? Um, that's all, Really, that's it. Everywhere you are, you want to know where the closest hospital is, Correct. And you want to know where the closest law enforcement is. Yeah. Wherever I'm standing. I'm usually more concerned about a Starbucks. <laughs> yeah, I guess that would That's be my for my first you. one. Mine is where's the local police, where's the police, where's the force, and where's the nurse. Yeah. Force and the nurse. And you're like, I need, um, is, there a st- is there a Starbucks <laughs> around here? Is there, where's the bucks? I guess, yeah. I where guess the, you're. Where are the bucks at? Where are the bucks at? Because I can get pretty much everything I need right there. Yeah. Coffee, food, Wi-Fi, bathroom. Friendship. Com- camaraderie. Camaraderie. <laughs> Company. Camaraderie. Camaraderie. I'm going to say that beer snobs are raising their mugs to a stronger brew in three, straight, three states that once forbade grocers from selling anything but low-alcohol brands. 
These changes can indirectly chill the industry in two others where such regulations remain. Okay, up until October of 2018, Oklahoma grocery and convenience stores could stock beer with only up to 3.2% alcohol content. They called those ba they called it baby beer. A little baby beer for a baby, basically, is what they're saying. For newborns. Babies. Uh, considerably lower than even leading light beer brands. Liquor stores were able to sell stronger 8.99% beer, but were prohibited from selling cold beer of any strength. Does that make sense? Yes. Voter-approved changes now along stronger ales to be sold in Oklahoma, gro Oklahoma grocery and convenience stores. Colorado took the same plunge this, on New Year's, and the adjoining state of Kansas will get on board in April. So Oklahoma, Colorado, and Kansas are in. The beer revolution will leave just two states, Utah and Minnesota, where only 3.2% beer may be sold in grocery and convenience stores. Beer industry observers say how lawmakers in those states react to these changes could determine whether the future of low-point beer, baby beer, bitch don't, beer, don't call it by any other name, in the U.S. is as flat as a week-old lager. Half of the nation's 3.2 beer market was in Oklahoma, and an additional 20% was Who in Colorado. Who makes that? Uh, well, I believe Anheuser-Busch, is that a company? C Oklahoma was the first of the nation's five 3.2 beer states to make the switch. That's ironic, considering that alcohol was illegal until voters repealed statewide prohibition in 1959, 26 years after prohibition was repealed nationally. <sighs> so, what do we, it was Utah and Minnesota. What kind of beer is that? A regular beer, what's a Budweiser? It's, it's only like, like 3.5 or 3.8 or something. Like four or five or something. No, that's more. Well, I mean, who makes a specialty little baby beer for babies? So you've got two states. That was Utah and Minnesota. That doesn't mean you can get regular beer there. No, it's just. Excuse me. I'm, I'm sorry. Budweiser is five percent. Okay, and that what that would be? Is that standard? Is that standard ops? Alcohol content. Bud Light is four point one. Oh, so dog three point two. Yeah. I mean, that's for like, that's for tweens. That's a starter beer, really. That's something to get you loose. On the eighth grade field trip, that's it's just getting you. It's a breakfast beer. That's a fucking simple. <laughs> that's a yeah, that would brunch when you're a kid. A baby beer. So Utah and Minnesota. I imagine that will be we're, that we're close to that being. Come on now, Utah and Minnesota. Uh, that you can There's no weed in Utah or Minnesota, correct? Uh, Is there baby weed? Yes. To go with a baby beer, like a with a lower THC content. Um, I'm sorry. I'm just desperately trying to find the names of these 3.2 beers, or if they just put low alcohol content in the same beer that are going to those same companies. Just same company, same names. Yeah. Coors Light Light. Yeah. Um, what were you asking me? Could you make a lower THC weed to go they with make, your baby beer? Baby weed. Yeah, they make it. The starter weed, starter beer for babies. Yeah. For eight and unders. 
for kids. Is it true that in Europe that people have a more Where? relaxed Europe? Europe? Europe. Europa. Do people have a more relaxed view of alcohol where is there or is that like do I see that in a movie where um kid you know a teenager you have a glass of red wine with dinner because it's no I think it's more or is that a, well, is that also a real thing 18 is a drinking legal drinking age in most of those places do too. they have terrible crippling alcohol problems like we do here does I don't, that get mitigated because it's hey i don't know what the statistics are but i certainly don't think it's any worse okay well couldn't be worse that's what i mean I think yeah. it's probably less somehow. So maybe just by not saying like you cannot do this, you make it, we make it so desirable by, by stigmatizing it, by by uh, not uh, making it twenty one. So whereas maybe if it was more, or would that just start you on that road to destruction earlier? Well, I mean, I was I don't know. I, I know that Minnesota probably is known for having rampant. Alcoholism and and, okay. and drinking, and yet you can't and they have baby beers. The three, and they have baby beers. So I mean that it. that doesn't make a whole Think lot of sense. Um, but and then Utah, I would figure it's probably more religious influence in 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 legislation oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. there. So that's so you're you saying know, that Minnesota has rampant alcoholism, but yeah. they're serving baby beers. So you they might want to think about that. Um, if they were serving growlers, everything would be chill. Crafty growlers, yeah, just heavy IPAs. In Vermont, everyone's just like, you know, um, I tell, give it, take it or leave it. I didn't know that about Colorado because Colorado is definitely known as like a craft beer type state. So that must be all specialty places that you're not allowed to actually get that in supermarket. I mean, it's really just about the law, probably is because supermarkets are saying like you have to allow us to compete. With these other places, because we're getting we're we're losing a huge a huge amount of money not being allowed to sell the stuff that other people are, right? Well, yeah, and I'm th- thinking, but I mean, in most other places, there's specialty beer and liquor stores, and that other stores aren't allowed to sell that stuff, and that's a way of so that's trying a, to control okay. and tax and all that kind of stuff. But um, I don't I don't know. I don't understand all that stuff. How it? How it? It seems to me that people just love to drink, drink their fucking asses off, yeah. no matter what. So yeah, I don't. I don't see how just drink until they pass out. Pretty much. Pretty much. All fifty <laughs> states. I don't know. Is that guy passed out? Yeah, he's been drinking. I mean, the harder it is to get, I know that the the crazier people will, the crazier options people will turn to in order to to get, get drunk. Like you know, drinking like. You know, nail polish remover and shit. Yeah. So, the baby beer thing, I don't really get. Okay. I don't, I don't get it. I know in Iceland, I remember buying beers at the local convenience stores, but the beer I was buying at the convenience store is the exact same packaging, exact same brand, but with like 1.8% alcohol. And I didn't realize it All until right. later. But, but the every laws person, against it. Every person in Iceland is a raging alcoholic, right? <laughs> but the thing about it there is that it's the it looks identical. So you just but you bought it in a convenience store, and I I I couldn't. I was like, why would you do that? And they said it's basically for for advertising and for tourists who don't okay, realize don't it know. and they just buy it. But but that but every guy there is a raging alcoholic, right? <laughs> no, they can all drink. 
Okay, so the, I think they metabolize it maybe a little bit differently. Really? Maybe the f- heavy fish diet metabolizes the Something. alcohol differently? I mean, they drink, though. Yeah, they, they fight in the streets, right? Yeah. Okay. I mean, you can say, I know it's a beautiful country and everyone goes there. What about Tulum? Everyone's talking about Tulum. Do people go there? Yeah. Okay. But everyone in Iceland's a raging alcoholic. <laughs> we can, that's safe to say? Sure. Iceland is basically like the Wisconsin of whatever part of the world that is. Yeah. Okay. All right. Two rogue drones buzzing the runway at London's Gatwick Airport froze hundreds of incoming and outgoing flights over the holiday season. This was a newsworthy story. They had to ground flights because of drones near the airport. Uh, It prompted an intense search for the drone's operator and served as a dramatic example of a potential threat to commercial airspace. The incident at Britain's second busiest airport shows why regulators and drone industry experts fear a collision at high speeds could cause significant structural damage to a jet or even engine failure. This happened around the holidays and it happened again around new, the new year, a second incident. Last year, pilots reported 385 near mid-air collisions in the United States defined as a, quote, collision hazard between two or more aircraft when an aircraft flies within 500 feet of another aircraft. According to a report released by the Federal Aviation Administration, near mid-air collisions with drones now account for more than half of these reported events. The FAA said in 2016, pilots reported 304 near mid-air collisions with a similar ratio of drone incidents. So it went, it was 200, 304, excuse me, in 2016. It's 385 last year. Half of these are dr- drone-related mishaps or near-drone experiences. experiences. <laughs> what the fuck? And that's kind of like the way guys are like, used to do the laser pointer. This is a more, this is 2.0, right? It's yeah, but extreme. then if you have a drone fly into the, uh, to a Jet turbine. Dog. That could tear that bad boy right up. that engine? Pretty, pretty it's good. It's like 17 geese. Hi, Sully. You're Sully now. Or are you? Let's see. So, but what do you do? Um, ban drones because they're wiggity whack, first of all. But what about all those dramatic, you know, coastline shots, like, shots yeah, that you get? Downtown, from yeah. All my, like, million-dollar listing, like, going through my houses. I you guess, can only yeah. use them if you're a real estate agent. You can only use them inside houses or like, yeah, sporting events. Um, what? So half of those, and I would imagine they're not mistakes. It's, it's guys buy drones because that's what guys do. Because it's a piece of gear. Yeah. And then they see a plane. And be like, I want to go see it. Uh, I want to get closer to it. The bodies, maybe I can see the bodies are inside of it. And they get the plane near the, the drone near the plane, except they're saying, like, stop doing that because what's going to happen is you're going to really see this plane. It's going to be fucking on top of you in your backyard. There has to be rules in place already about laws that you're in violation of. Airspace. By doing yeah. that. But maybe that... I, I don't know. How hefty do those have to be to be deterrence to get just idiots out of the way but then beyond that then what if people just actually maliciously want to do that yeah. there's almost probably nothing you nothing could do, do to stop it 
They'll probably attach lasers also to the drone to make it like a laser pointer. Double impossible. It's just uh, pilots. I can't see. There's well, just all these laser. There's pointers lasers and pointing at me. Covered in laser pointers. I'm covered. in them. I'm covered. I don't understand. I don't. I there's just so many things like. Well, you sort of said it with about guns in the prior episode that you can't put that genie back in the bottle. I mean, when you yeah. can buy crazy ones at like Big yeah. Five, I think we might we might be fucked. Again, yeah, and you I've, can like put them together yourself. And I have stuff no answer and, for that other than I've never shot a gun. I've never flown a drone. There's a chance I might not do either in your whole life. In my whole life, probably a chance that if I ever do one once, I won't get a bloodlust for it where I do it. It becomes a part of my what life. Do you, which do you think is more likely? Drones. <laughs> you think it's more likely you would fly a drone than like, shoot a gun? At a sorority. What's he doing? Stop doing that. Like trying to get into like the showers? Ooh, Porky's five. What Porky's are we on? <laughs> which Porky's is this? What Porky's is this? This is Porky's Drones Revenge. <laughs> I, I don't think I'll be doing either. And it's just the fact that both of them make me... They... they Turn me off so much in some weird way. What do you think that is? I don't know what that is. Where do you think that's rooted in? I don't know. Is it the technology? Um, it's the, the wackness, threat that probably. they pose? The threat that they both... The equal threat that they both pose. Shotguns and drones. No, I'll probably shoot a gun before I do a drone. Because a gear I have no... I. Why don't you... You could probably square both away in one one thing. Shoot the drone? No. Or? Get a get a an armed drone fly it and then shoot shit with the gun that's attached to the drone i guess but how will i feel that i want that kickback oh you want to feel the? yeah i want to feel the raw power the raw power yeah yeah that's then, the turn on right then yeah then yeah maybe yeah i want to feel this see the smoke, smoke smell the out? smell the smoke i want to smell the smoke I want to see the bad guy target to see I want how, all the smoke. How I did the Osama bin Laden target that you're gonna yeah, use. Yeah, like no, I want to get the traditional like the bad guy who's like he's crouching down with a with a little a little revolver. mugger. Yeah, mugger little mugger. Man. He's got like sweatpants on. He looks like Rocky. He's like Rocky with a beanie, and he's like, I want to get that guy. Got him. Really? Okay. All right. I don't know. It's all. Uh, it's all happening. Anything can happen in 2019. That's the beauty of this year. We know that. That's we've really, made that clear. We've opened up a Pandora's box. We've told everyone. We've warned everyone. Anything is possible. It's true. All the beauty and wonder that this world has to offer. Take a cooking class this year. I don't give a fuck. It's 2019. Throw, throw something on a potter's wheel. Throw it on a potter's wheel. <laughs> Close your eyes. You're Patrick fucking Swayze. Anything's possible this year. Go to fucking rock and roll fantasy camp. Rock out. Play the drum. Play the drum so poorly. Just do, you just got to live this year. You got to get out of the house in 2019. You know? Yeah. You want to do it? Ride that horse. <laughs> get on that horse and ride it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm doing it, man. I'm in it. Do it. <laughs> Paint. For God's paint, sake. Paint, for God's sakes. Paint. Don't paint. Harper's Index, February 2019. Percentage increase in the number of job postings with the title Rockstar since 2014. I don't understand this. I do. <laughs> Wait, what? I do. 
percentage increase in the number of job postings with the title rock star since 2014 is 205. Gone up. It's gone up 205%. Easy, at least. Looking for a rock star software developer, right? (laughs) Excuse me. Now, percentage increase in the number of job postings with the title Ninja. Oh, 453 percent i didn't want to guess that looking for a rock star looking for software a software developer ninja software developer <laughs> the rock star that's just someone in human resources or that gets whatever it makes it's like glassdoor linkedin someone that becomes the phrase and it's just yeah like looking to live that rock star <laughs> life but i'll you know Hey, man. With sick coding skills. Shit, man. You a rock star coder? We've got the company for you, ninja. <laughs> like, you can't say that. Um, What's the both? They have the percentage for both used. No. Fuck. But you need that for jobs that people do. To coax them in. To, to get to, them in. Yeah, just want to pique their interest. They're going to just get a simple job. What do you do? Fucking rock star architect. <laughs> really? Really? And what, what do you build? Psh, shit. Rock star shit. Ninja shit. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know either. I have no I idea. Know you put ninja. What would be a job description besides the, a ninja? <laughs> I guess there's certain things that... Like ninja... There's some things in ninja only ninja like ninja with ninja like coding skills. I just no. keep saying coding You're, skills. Yeah. Well, that's it's, the only job we know. Software developer, <laughs> web developer, website maker. <laughs> we need a rock star physical therapist. <laughs> you mean a physical therapist for rock stars? <laughs> that would be awesome, but no, it's not that. It's for civilians. It's an attitude. I got a couple 50-year-olds touring ACL playing hoops. I need a rock star physical therapist. (laughs) Rock these bad boys back into shape. Fuck, man. Fuck, man is right. The other jobs, the only jobs were software developer and things in the medical field. Yeah. So that's it. Yeah. I don't know what else there is. No. Dentist, vet, surgeon, software developer. Yeah. Home in care, aid. This elderly man needs a fucking wash. A rock star wash. I'm going to scrub him up. Scrub this motherfucker rock star style. (laughs) I don't know. The newest offering from Cornell's Grape Breeders is a fruit that's big, it's bold, and it comes with a towering history. Hold on. Yeah. These, those factors... GMO? I guess it would be. Let me tell. Well, you tell me what that means. I'll read this and then you tell me. You're like, I don't know. I, I don't just, know. I just said I heard it. it. There's like a lot of words, like Satan or gluten. Those factors led the grapes breeders to name the new variety Everest Seedless, a nod to the celebrated Nepalese mountain, said Bruce Reich. Bruce Reich, 1976, when he graduated. From Cornell. He's been working on this grape since since then, huh? Professor of horticulture in the College of Agriculture and Life Sciences and grape breeder with Cornell Agritech in Geneva, New York. 
The new variety is a cold-tolerant, blue-colored Concord type with berries that weigh up to 7 grams, roughly twice the size of a traditional Concord. It's like a plum. Ooh. It's also the first truly seedless Concord-type grape ever released. It's yeah. intended as a table grape. It's meant primarily for eating fresh rather than just used for jams, juice, or wine, as most American Concords are used. To breed a grape that's seedless and nearly double the size of a Concord, Rice used a unique genetic approach. Mm-hmm. Most rare. cultivated grape varieties contain 38 chromosomes, but some contain 76 chromosomes known as tetraploid grapes. The larger number of chromosomes results in naturally larger berries, but breeders have to be careful to match their crosses with varieties with an equal chromosome number. This sounds... This sounds... Is this GMO? I don't know. Sounds don't know like yet. it. Sounds like it to me. J-O, J-M-O, Jesus modified. What's the O? I don't know. In the 80s, Rice traveled to Japan and collaborated with plant breeders there to gather pollen from some of their 76-chromosome grape varieties. The ancestry of Everest Seedless conclu- concludes two of those Japanese varieties, Kyoho and Peony, as well as the classic American Concord and Niagara varieties. Everett Seedless are also descended from several other Cornell-developed grapes, such as Himrod in Ontario. I know you were thinking that. I assumed. You, you mouthed to me. The grape that became Everest Seedless resulted from a cross made in 1998 and was first planted 20 years ago in 1999. It's been field tested at several locations. Got a new motherfucking grape. Sounds like a table grape. Sounds more like a table grape. Does it taste like cotton candy? I don't give a fuck. You done did it when they did that. It's over. You done ended the game, whoever did that. Just make those forever. Make that. Make those bigger. Make those bigger. Cotton candier. The size of a fucking watermelon. So what you did is spent 20 years and you made basically a bigger grape of a grape we already have. But do it taste like cotton candy? No. Okay, we got a problem, man. Because my grapes be tasting like cotton candy. Yeah, if you can make a Concord grape seedless, then why don't you make it also like not stain everything that it touches? Why is my shit stained? By that, I mean shirt, face, fingers, gloves. And I also don't taste like the candy. <laughs> this is an amazing fucking... I think this is GMO or is non-GMO? This I believe GMO. this is GMO. GMO. This is So non-GMO just GMO. means like shit that we've had. Old-timey shit. Old-timey shit. Like wheat and barley maybe? Even maybe. GMO is basically literally everything we eat. Beyond Burgers, Monty's, Impossible. <laughs> yeah. Like... <laughs> what do they call uh, this? Coke Zero. <laughs> What is this grape called? This when grape, can I expect to? When can I? When can I purchase this table grape? This, this uh, you got to know somebody. When can I plate this? When table can I grape? plate this grape? <laughs> what was the name of this grape? It's a nod, nod to the Everest mountain. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's a somewhere here I had it. Was this the Everett? It's a new variety of Everett Ever, Everest seedless. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, because it's uh. You know, the Nepalese mountain. You know Nepal. You know I read Surfing the Himalayas by Frederick Lenz. I told you that. It's a self-help book. It was given to me many years ago. My dear friend. I started my journey here in Hollywood. And it helped? I don't remember. And it did, probably. I remember the author and the name of the book. That helps, And you right? read the book. I definitely read the book. Okay. But I read a lot of books. They're, sometimes they're hard to remember. Have you? Yeah. A lot? Oh, yeah. I'd say I've, I've read a lot of books. In my life? A thousand? 
Um, just asking. I'm that's just, a. How many? Think of ten thousand. <laughs> probably ten thousand books. The University of Montana says that fewer people visited the state in 2018 than the year before. However, they spent more money. So who cares? Right. Isn't that all that matters? That's fucking Less tourism. people, more dough? Hello. It's better. Absolutely. Right, I guess. Just I don't do the, more rich tourists, less poor tourists. I guess you're right. Because it'll say if ten thousand people visited and they all spent a dollar, you'd make ten thousand dollars. One person if one can. person comes and spends eleven thousand. You're gonna like that guy a lot more. I love this guy. <laughs> Because the those carbon, other guys are fine, I guess. Those, uh, those thousand people, they they brought a lot of bullshit. They're trampling. That's a lot of infrastructure to support those thousand yes. people. When in the end, you don't really care what these people don't. Just they the high came. net worth tourists yeah. come in. Those thousand people, what are they going to do? Buy a postcard? This guy going to come in? He going to spend some money? You buy a Cadillac up in here? We sell Cadillacs in this town. <laughs> so. Yeah, I guess that's really... That's good. You only want the people in your state, the people that live there. And you kind of want people to leave. Yeah. And so if they're coming in, you just really want them dipping in. I guess everything's about tourism, right? You just want people to come in and... That's why people... That's why cities and places like throw shit. Because they want people to come in and give money, money, right? Yeah. Okay, so this is a perfect... Yeah. Yeah. You want to... Cater to a... To a... Wealthier, perfect demographic. Come in, come out. Come in, drop dough, come out. Yeah, Coachella. Just come in here, throw the money. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. Except for stagecoach. I think that's after. Come back for stagecoach. <laughs> Stay here for stagecoach. Then, uh, what was the old people one they had? Uh, what was it actually called? Everyone called it Old Cella, but it was actually. I don't think they should have called it that because yeah, that would have that would have been kind of funny. But I got a I little it was bit. Called, it was like Nights Under the Stars or something. Yeah, like. Desert Haze or something. I got a little bit more insight. So I have no recollection. Uh, wh- whatever I Woodstock. You know, I was at Woodstock '94. You know, that's no big whoop. But it's the 50th anniversary of Woodstock. I was reading an article. The documentary Woodstock, there's a famous, there's a couple on the cover and the man and the woman, they're in a blanket. There are still a couple, it's 50 years later. Oh, still, no way. Still boning down. Cute. And in the sto- still having sex. Fully boning. In the story, they were just been dating for a little while. He was a bartender somewhere in New York, sort of near Woodstock. She was at the bar. There's some friends there. They heard it on the radio, like, don't come, this crazy concert's, and they were like, the woman says, well, we were 20, so we just went. And then I was like, oh, I used to like do stuff before I was an old person. I was 20 in Woodstock 94. And, you know, I, Jonathan, I can't go west of La Cienega now, but like then I could, you know, do stuff. I talked to my girlfriend at the time to be like, what the fuck? How the fuck did we get there? Like, what was the trying to piece together? Like, how did that happen? Like, um, it's very random they, I, the people the person whose car we went in I don't know didn't know her name when she said it she was you know this girl we drove with was friends with my girlfriend's younger brother she said we were in the McDonald's parking lot because that's where everybody hung out her brother was saying we're going to Woodstock and I was like I wanted to go and she was like well we should get tickets because your birthday is in September this was in August so that's very nice of you we drove there 
I don't remember. We ran into a friend of, of ours. I don't remember that. That's crazy. I was like, how do you... I was like, I have a wonderful memory. Like, why do I not... It's like, do you know what... Did we, what did we eat and drink for a fucking weekend? She doesn't... She's like, I don't know if we did. Because my only... Did you get fucked up? She... I was like, what did we do? She's like, we probably just smoked pot, I think, all weekend. I'm like, do you remember eating any food? Because we camped. I'm like, did we didn't bring food? Like, what happened? Because the only thing I remember was, I was like, let me just get this straight. I put her on Saturday. I, we were her brother and some of his friends. I don't even think they went to the campsite. They went down to, they like just sat down by the stage and slept outside so they could be right there, right there in the front. We were there. Or whatever. <laughs> that was 99. Okay. My bad. She took mushrooms. Doesn't. No, who gave them to her? Doesn't remember. Like I, and because I put you her, didn't take mushrooms. No, had I, you done mushrooms at that point? Um, no, um, I didn't do mushrooms. No, I'd never done mushrooms. I don't know. She, I was like, who gave you the mushrooms? She's like, I don't remember. I put her on my shoulders, turned her around to see the crowd. Lost gone. her mind. Because I, I drew, I was like, I remember you like lost your mind. She's like, oh, I had like the all-time worst panic attack. I said, all I remember was us holding hands and trying to get back to the tent, which was an impossibility because there was a fucking million people there. It was pouring rain. And and she was like, yeah, at one point it, I was so bad. She's like, I was tripping out so bad. You went over to a medic and explained to them like, my girlfriend is tripping on mushrooms. You need to arrest her. <laughs> you need to... Get her out of here. You need to call the cops. They put us on a like a, a golf four, cart. I'm like, like don't even remember that. Yeah. Don't remember that. Because she's like, yeah. She's like, it's so funny. My parents moved. I have my dirty Birkenstocks in a, in a Woodstock staff sweatshirt. I'm just like, what the fuck? Took us back to the tent. That, so that's all I remember from Saturday. Is just remember, all I remember is, is just an image of like feeling so bad because she was tripping out and we were trying to, and it was just, we're not going to get back here. I was like, and I was like, when did we leave? And she's like, well, Sunday, it was still miserable and fucking pouring rain. And the girl that drove us, we wanted to leave because it was like, we'd been there. It was miserable. And she wanted to see Peter Gabriel. And Peter Gabriel went on at like 11 o'clock on Sunday night. And we were like, we have to get, we're like six hours away. We have to leave. She's like, and you carried her shit because you felt bad. And she threw a hissy fit and lost her mind because she drove. And then we got to her car and she had a stick shift, and my girlfriend was the only other person who could drive a stick shift. And I'm like, and you drove us home? Like, how did you get us home? This was, we didn't, this is 1994. How do you get, how do you get anywhere? She's like, I have no idea. So we were like, what, so you left the girls there, but took no, her car? We had to, the, the group of people we were, left, were with were like, we have to leave. But the girl whose car it was was like, I want to see Peter Gabriel. Everyone was like, no. You no. Didn't, you didn't miss anything, bitch. No. <laughs> when, so. How old were you when you first smoked pot? Uh, I didn't smoke pot till I got to college. Was it? But wait, so you were at college at this point, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you, but you didn't smoke pot until you got to college. Yeah. <clears throat> so you had just been, you had only been smoking pot for a year or so at uh, this point. A couple of years, a few, th three and years. Drinking. Yes. Yes. When we when did you start drinking? Like in ninth, oh, I started ninth drinking grade? in the summer going into freshman year of high school. <laughs> okay. 
How would you like to be on mushrooms, full panic attack, and you're you're in the it's pouring rain out. And there's a million people I mean, and you I've, can't. I've been there. I've been there. But it was as bad. I'm like, I remember oh, it being bad it, for her, world. and she was like, oh, it was it was like yeah. awful. I mean, I've I've had a couple of bad trips. I don't know how many I've had in. I, I've had some bad trips with with large large groups. Yes. Um. It's it's terrifying. I'll tell you though, when Collective Soul, when they sang Shine, and it was Friday night, and we all got together at fucking Flannel Stock. Collective Soul. Right? Is that the one that went out with Winona Ryder? I'm not sure. No, that was Soul Collective. Soul Collective? Collective Soul. <laughs> Who am I thinking of? It was a different time, dog. I hate this. Porno for pyros. It was a different Ow. time. Like, we'll make great pets like everyone. Doc, like. August 1994. The whole, you know, we were going to change the world, man. And I think we did. I think we did. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. That was, not, that was the one. It was really the time we came together to change the world. The videos I was watching on YouTube, we didn't change much because people looked real bad. <laughs> And there was a lot of flannel, and it was tied around the waist, and it was every flannel. single person I saw in every vid I watched. Yeah. <sighs> Thanks, Eddie Vedder. Thanks, Ed. Max Force at Six Flags Great American, Great America near Chicago in Gurney, Illinois, reopens on Sunday, April 21st, 2019. Instead of electromagnetic propulsion, Max Force will use a compressed air launch system in order to catapult its trains from zero to 78 miles per hour in two seconds flat. That'll be the quickest acceleration of any coaster in North America. It will then soar to an attention grabbing 175 feet and deliver two high-flying inversions. The third time Max Force sends its passengers tumbling heels, tumbling heels overhead, they'll be hightailing it at 60 miles per hour, which Six Flags contends will be the world's fastest coaster inversion. Is this even legal? Maybe not. That sounds like a, like some maximum force. What's the name of that? Max force. I see what you did there. Zero to 78 in two seconds flat. My dad's Tesla goes zero to 60 in two point something. That's in an enclosed vehicle with four wheels on the ground and it feels like your neck is going to break and this would be faster than that considerably are you, do you get to wear any sort of protective headgear or goggles on this ride and is this something that i could interest you in is this a ride i could interest you in is my question uh i don't know man i i'm i'm pretty um are you too old for that shit i'm just are you scared is a max force a little too much for you now, dog? I I I am so out of the loop with roller coasters. Can I call them that? That I have no idea how fast the ones I've been on go in comparison. The ones you're going on going thirty miles an hour tops, like like a Colossus. You're on like a like, flume ride, baby, or like Ninja. Nah, Rockstar. Rockstar rides presents Ninja Max. Uh, I can't remember the last crazy roller coaster I've been on, like that was considered at the time, like Viper. State of the art. How fast does Viper go? <laughs> Viper, dog. 
Dude. Go ahead. Viper's like PG-13. Uh, Brad Schultz's ice fishing shanty could be mistaken. Excuse me. Oh, wait a minute. Viper's still in the 70 game. 70 miles per hour. Okay. Viper's, Viper's max sorry. speed. Yeah, but it takes like six seconds to get there. Well, like, okay. getting there. But I'm just getting saying. There, Viper's it's really seem it's, like a chump. No, but it's about inversion speed. It's about. Right. Yeah. It's not a. It's. It, yours took a little while to get there. Is it possible with technology? That it will be able to get from zero to seventy in then one second in our lifetime, or like this summer? <laughs> no, not by. I mean, will your children, will your teenage son ride a thrill ride that takes him zero to seventy in one second? Probably. Can the human body do that? At some point, it the body will maybe explode. Explode. Disintegrate. Is that what it's going to take? Well, the Tesla Roadster goes zero to sixty in. 1.9 seconds or one po- under two seconds so but the, i think that that whole thing with the idea the difference between 1.9 seconds and one second is like you it like you're saying like your 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 atoms yeah. might reconfigure themselves or like something they like, talk about earthquakes like, at yeah. 2.8 and a yeah your ear falls off at at 1.2 seconds you know what i mean so that's something they're gonna check first before we i don't know i what the f- why are you asking me <laughs> Well, because you're a man, you understand technology. No, no, I don't. I don't really understand tech. Um, well, you're around it. I'm around it. I watch vids. You talk about it, you know? Yeah, but I don't understand it. Okay. But it, it stands to reason that, you know, when they show a, a ride at Coney Island 50 years ago, and people are like, that was the most amazing experience you know, the things are generally 15 mile an hour inversion. Yeah. Just like people screaming. I can't, you can't go on there. You'll die. Will you though? Well, yeah, because they were made well, actually, so you will. rickety. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I, yeah, I'm, I'm sure something intense. I just hope they have safety in mind is really what I'm hoping. Oh yeah. I would hope, I would These hope so. Companies. Now we're talking about this gentleman, Brad Schultz. He has an ice fishing shanty. It could be mistaken for a fancy travel trailer. That's lost its way. This gentleman is out. He's in Minnesota. He's ice fishing. Inside, though, he has an electric fireplace that casts a soft, warm glow on the tongue and groove cedar-paneled walls. At the touch of an electric button, a bunk bed comes down from the ceiling, ready for this wary ice fisherman at the end of his long, cold day. But even when it's below zero outside... It's 72 degrees inside this $41,000 fish house that's a hotel room on ice, wired for satellite TV, of course. I can get you into some ice fishing here, huh? (laughs) The onset of the ice fishing season is just weeks away. And with it comes the renewal of a pastime that is much about camaraderie as it is about catching fish. For many, time spent in fishing houses is to be cherished, whether alone or with a crowd. And the houses themselves are as individual as the people who take refuge in them. Luxurious... Ice fishing houses have become all the rage in the upper Midwest in the last couple of years. Ice Castle Fish Houses makes a range of models with such names as the Stinger, the Otter Tail, and the Walleye Tracker. But Schultz's 21-foot ice castle is something else. Flip on the LED party lighting lighting and crank 
up your floor. Drop an electric auger into the ice and drill away. So you don't even have to... Leave it. Oh, dog. Then lower an underwater camera into the hole and watch on a big screen TV as the fish swim by. Dude. Some ice castles even have an aquarium built into the inside wall so you can watch your bait minnows swimming around before they're put on the hook. Okay. A little, little perverse. That's a bit much. <laughs> I'm going to put you in there. I'm going to watch you before I use you. All of this and more. It's crazy the way that ice fishermen talk in the same. <laughs> yeah, they talk in the same way as all the people that are hunting boar that you do. I don't know. Well, yeah, I guess somebody's got to do an upper Midwest, an upper peninsula, right? The UP. Is that what we called yeah. it when we were in Detroit? Um. All of this and more from the comfort of a fishing shack that sleeps six and has forced air furnace, double pane windows, ceiling fans, full bathroom, full size shower, three burner stove, uh, uh, stove and oven, microwave, refrigerator, and a double sink. Dog. In the spring, the fish house can be pulled off the frozen lake and used as a posh hunting shack with a power awning, a rooftop air conditioner, camouflage cur curtains, and mattresses. Dude, so you fucking put that on the ice, and then when it's hunting season, you roll out camo, and you're out in the woods. Can I shoot through the wall? I don't even want to leave it. I just want to open up, like, put it on a big screen TV, and I'll just <laughs> shoot it out the wall. You just need a fucking Oculus. I don't want to leave here. Just put your Oculus on. Put my Oculus on. Stay in on. the bed. I mean. Sounds, sounds like my kind of my hunting. I sound like ice fishing. <laughs> It's very comfortable ice fishing. It's actually not ice fishing. It's uh, it's just fishing. Really. You know how it's not even it's really house, that house fishing. It's really not even that. It's really watching TV. It's really not even that. It's sleeping. It's napping. Seems like a bargain. I bet the old timers get real mad about that shit. They just get jealous. That's what oh, that you think, is. You think that they pretend to be upset? Well, you want to go freeze your dick off? Go ahead. Go sit on a five-gallon fucking paint bucket and freeze yeah, your just ass sit out off. Sit there with your bros. Go ahead. God, you must hate your wife. <laughs> Anything to get out of there. Anything. What hope, an awful indictment. I hope I fall in. I hope I fall oh, in. Oh, please take me in with you. Please take me in with you, Aquaman. Please pull me down in here. What an awful, awful, awful indictment on a relationship. Oh my God! Could took you a, even imagine? In year three, he took up ice, avid you, ice fishing. You would literally, instead of getting brunch with me, you would rather sit on a fucking paint bucket in the middle of the fucking lake, fifteen below zero, waiting to catch a fish that you can't even fucking eat by yourself. Drinking baby beer. I'm that drinking your baby beers. I'm that bad. This is what it's come to. Wow. But no, this dude, you're fucking. You're inside. It's your. She might be coming with you. God, I mean, it's six. It's a fucking swingers. It's a fucking orgy. Who's ice fishing? We're too busy fucking. Fucking. <laughs> Time to fish. And then weather turns because some places have seasons still for a little bit while longer. You roll it out right into the fucking woods. It's full camo. You're hunting. Yeah. It's like. It's unbelievable. Year-round recreation. Year-round recreation. Do you work? No. Don't need to. Don't need to. The only reason we work is to get money, and the only reason we need money is to buy food. The only reason we need money is for shelter. Got it. And food. food. Killing it. 
wait a minute, you might actually be on. All we really need, let's strip it down, because we're so caught up. We need in our streaming services. Com- companionship, need- shelter, and food. We need food and shelter. And this provides both. Yeah. So with an aquarium. With an aquarium. They got it figured out over there, don't they? This old company. Ice Castles. Ice Castles. Isn't um, that a movie? Yeah. All right. I think it was a movie of the week. I think everything's a movie because we only have limited words. Like I said, there's only a certain amount of English words we can use. Crystal Castles is a band. Okay. Ice Castles was a... Shabazz Palaces? Is that... There's only so many words, Jonathan. So everything's either a movie, a band, or a company. Correct? Yeah, I was right. It was a sports drama. Okay. Uh... Starring Robbie Benson. Robbie Benson. My mom loved Robbie Benson. Of course she did. Loved him. He's a her father, He's her dead, boyfriend, right? Robbie Benson. I believe Robbie Benson He's, is gotta be dead, right? deceased. Uh, Actually, check on that. And a rink died. operator, Colleen Dewurst, Dewhurst, help a partly blind Iowa figure skater, Lynn Holy Holly Johnson, shit. aim for the Olympics. It, oh, sorry. It was a it was a film. It made nine point five million dollars in the box Is office. Is Robbie Benson alive? No. Don't say that. No, he ain't. He's he's dead, bro. He's dead for real. Didn't he? He. Are you thinking of Robert Guillaume, who played Benson? Come on, let's get this oh, right. Oh man. Not only is Robbie Benson alive, he hello, looks good, huh? stranger. Really? Look at this bad boy. Come over really? here. Really? He's married to Carla DeVito. Look at this guy. Oh, my God. He's kicking at 62. What? <laughs> That's what fucking... Was he an ice skater in that? That's what the ice does to you. I mean... It's like... A, it's like that's what freezers This might be do. my, like, man crush Monday over here. Man, Robbie Benson's alive and well. Man. Is Carla DeVito uh, related to... That's uh, Danny DeVito's first wife before Rhea Perlman. It's Carla DeVito. Parents, Vivian DeVito. Oh, uh, yeah, dude. America Through the Eyes of Two American Americans. This is episode number 698 of our podcast. Cannot, cannot stress that how fantastic it is that you have joined us for this episode. We ask that you come back for 699 uh, as we are on our road to 700 episodes and to celebrating 13 years it's 13 years of friendship, 13 years of camaraderie, 13 years of fishing and haunting and laughing and drinking. Carla, drinking De- and Carla DeVito was an American singer okay, and actress. They've been married since 82. Sorry. Robbie Benson and Carla De- DeVito. Do they have any children? Yes. Did you marry Robbie Benson's daughter? Zephyr and Lyric. Lyric is... 36 years old. You got to marry one of Robbie Benson's kids. You got to get in the Benson fam. The two of you on the red carpet. The DeVito Benson fam. If you combine the Bensons, the DeVitos, and the Larroquettes. It's over. Over. Game over. Game changer, rock star family. Robbie Benson is not dead. (laughs) Oh, he's far from it. No, he seems vibrant. God, he's so healthy. As fuck. Healthy as fuck. Good looking hair. Dog. Salt and pepper. It's kind of a little bit of an inspiration here. He really is. 
fucking goals. Hashtag. Hashtag MCM, fucking hashtag life goals. goals. Robbie Benson. Um, this is our show. Yeah. This is how we... This is how this we. This is how we do it. <laughs> this is how we do podcasts. Uh, this is how we podcast. <laughs> that would be awesome. UND doesn't like nobody. If does. we got fucking him to do that for Montel us. Jordan. Oh my god. Montel Jordan. Was yeah. That the talk show host. That's Montel Williams. That would be amazing. This is how we podcast. We'd have to write the lyrics. Somebody can write. Somebody write the lyrics. We'll get it. We'll get it together. (laughs) Record that song. We'll get on that. Um, Come back for six ninety nine. On on this road to uh, thirteen years. On February eleventh, Jennifer Aniston turns. Is it fifty? Fifty-five? No, fifty. Didn't we? We did forty-nine. I thought it was fifty. Fifty. Yeah, you were like right there. You're right on it. Uh, and and oh yeah, dude becomes I guess a teenager. Uh, Thirteen years started in February of two thousand six, so we're super excited about that. And um, so, but come back for six ninety nine, and tell a friend. Call the voicemail eight 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 four two two three five seven. And yeah, oh yeah, dude, you can go. You can uh, get merch on there. You can go to our Patreon, and everyone that's done that. Well, what are you going to do? I mean, that's just fucking amazing. It lets us keep doing the show, and it, we do it ad-free, and we film the episodes, and you can, if you want to watch them, you can watch them. If you want to listen to them, you can listen to them. And if you just want to pledge because it's the right thing to do. Yeah. Um, you can do all that. Yeah, do all that, and it's in... You get archived episodes, all the 400-plus episodes that we don't have available on our iTunes uh, going dating back to 2006. You get... Discounts on merch and stuff. Uh, it's just a. It's definitely a way you, you can uh, go above and beyond and and uh, support the homies. Thank you for that. So we can keep doing this. Um, oh, you know what it is, dog. It's really about getting until we get to thirteen years, because then that's just how I. That will just be how I answer everything and talk about everything, no matter what the conversation. Oh, I've been doing a podcast for thirteen years, so I would say that uh, yeah. you probably want to put the. Um, the foundation there is your podcast about <laughs> home improvement. Improve- no, but I, I've been in the game for 13 years. So I read, read a lot of articles, put the foundation there. That's just me. It's really the basis for everything. After all this time, that's something that we deserve. Don't you think? What? I'd uh, be able to say that. I've no, already, I mean, I like I've that movie. Saying, I've been doing a podcast for 13 years. I've, I like I've that movie. I've been doing that. Oh, you've been doing that at 12. Like, Six to eight months saying 13. You've been saying that you've been saying that for six months at least. Wow, yeah, premature. Been doing the show for about 13 years. That's what I said. But I've been doing the podcast about 13 years, that's even when you knew in your heart of hearts it was at 12 and a half. But that's about 13. Yeah, I guess it is. So, lie. can you start saying 14 in mid February? We're in our 14th year. We're coming up in our 14 years. I can start saying that. Well, you are in your 14th year once you turn 13. 13 you're in your fourth, your next. I guess you're so in February twelfth. I can just start saying, uh, "Been doing it for almost fourteen years." Just say, "Well, you're we're a day in our fourteenth year." In our fourteenth year, legally, I can say that, right? Absolute. I can't get sued. scientifically. You're, you're Scientifically, correct. Scientifically. come back for uh, another episode six nine nine. Yeah, we're close. Um, and seven hundred's awesome because that's a huge, cool number. Yeah, 
huge cool numbers. But I guess it's 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 getting to that birthday because it, it's about birthdays. Yeah, that's what Seth cares more about. Well, I mean, anniversaries you know, than than uh, numerical accomplishments. Yeah, birthdays. Um, a tween got a teenager on our hands. Eight 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 four two two three five seven. UID at me dot com. Patreon dot com. Oh yeah, dude dot com. Instagram, game. Twitter iTunes, please write a review. The podcast game. I'm in my 14th year. Well, that's not possible. Or is it? Because that's really going to turn some heads. Because I don't think anyone's saying it. Anyone can even say that. Well, people can, but not that many. They can't, though. So to really be able to drop the 14, it really changes it. Well, that's not possible. I mean that, what, you you couldn't have started in 2006. Or couldn't I have not have... (laughs) Sir, officer, officer, lieutenant. Could I not have not officer, sir, lieutenant? Yeah, you can get arrested. You can't even fucking. You about to get arrested? Just drop that, uh, officer, lieutenant. You might have another fucking thing coming, because I'm in my 14th year. Of, oh well, why don't you just say that? Go on. We'll call the watch commander and let we'll, him know that you're moving on. Wow. It's listen, man. You know, what I'm saying in life. I, I don't think this it's I think it's fair that you and I can take a moment and and uh and appreciate one another and be proud of ourselves. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. No. <laughs> right? Thirteen years. Almost fourteen. I mean, I'm in my fourteenth year. Well, I don't want to be like you. Let me just let me not get ahead of myself. It's still January, so, um, but February 11th is coming, mighty quick, mighty fast, and mighty furious. Is that a movie? <laughs> Every word combination is a movie company, or, or what? Is it? A band, movie? a band, a company, or a movie? Right? Said Fred. <laughs> See. Uh, we'll see you next week. See you
I've been elevated, I know you can wait till long if I was kicking it up So just get where you're way through the crest up your feet on the floor Let's get ultra like book in the soul Bitches can't hate you, we get this out of the way Cause it's going down right about now Tearing and riot and rumble cause chaos We coming straight out of the ride of your cell Quaker this bitch till it's shake like a natural disaster Urkha that blew out the scale Name us the triple six in other words We can't enter this bitch just a race clean the hell This time we let you go pull on the club We gon' rip up the time to a pen and break out So get all the pain in this body like the war started The war's gonna end fucking now All the time it ain't this shit Rodging round town talking about what they gonna do Knowing if they step up to this pimpin' it's a murder boot Never tryna dodge a nigga cause I let my nuts hang strapped With the Smith and Wesson if I have to bring the pain Bring the pain, bring the gang niggas We gon' get it on smoking motherfuckers in the Motherfucker, we gonna get it crunk. Motherfucker, we gonna get it crunk.